One, two, three. Harold and Brad, Windy City Filmmakers, Harold and Brad, Windy City Filmmakers, Harold and Brad. Three, two, one. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another edition of the Harold and Brad Witty City Filmmakers Podcast in the house. Brad Stevens in the house. HD, what's going on, y'all? What's up, B? What's going on, my brother? Straight uh, B here. We got a couple great people we're interviewing today, too. Oh, yeah. Today we have some special guests. Dynamic duo, Tam and Kev in the house. What's going on, y'all? So one thing, like the first question we always like to ask people for both of you, uh, what's your connection to Chicago and what kind of art do you create? Uh, I'll start. Uh, born and raised in Chicago, South okay. South. We, we grew up in Marynook and Chatham. And then I, I went to school in New York. And then when I came back, I lived in South Shore. And then we migrated to LA, just like, well, New York first. New York first for theater. And then back to LA, or to LA for, you know, film and television. But um, Chicago is where I was born and raised. Spent all of my elementary, uh, adolescent years there. And um, then came back to focus on this career when I graduated. Connection to the art world, theater. I was born a theater child. I'm a theater and sketch and improv kid. That's the connection. Real quick, did you go to high school here or did you go to high school in um, New York or LA? No, I went to high school at Luther South. Luther South, no doubt, no doubt. Good stuff. Hey, Kevin. I, I moved to, I was born in Toronto. Then lived in Texas for uh, 10 years and then moved to uh, Chicago to go to DePaul University, the theater school. DePaul, yeah. Yeah, and and at the time I didn't know anything about uh, Chicago except Oprah and the Bulls. <laughs> I knew I wanted, to, I wanted to be in a big city and I wanted to be out of Texas, right? No, no shade to Texas, just I'm a, I'm a city right. guy. I'm just a big city guy. So we, so I moved, I, I moved here, went to DePaul, and then lived here for 20 years. And in that time, I did a lot of after graduating from DePaul, I did a lot of theater, sketch comedy, a lot of a lot of that. That's my which is where we met. That's where we met. Nice, nice. That's the next question. I wanted you guys to, you know, briefly, uh, uh, thoroughly give us uh, your theater experiences, the name of the theaters, the big theaters, the shows. I've seen you guys in shows. I was blown away. So, you know, it's like the looking glass and all over the place. Just talk about that and tell us about your theater experience here in Chicago. Um, okay, so I started off my, my very first. So when I, I didn't go to school for this. I went to school. I was on my way to medical school after I graduated, uh, undergraduates from University of Rochester, New York. I kind of was working this corporate job and um, was fulfilling some of my um, uh, gross anatomy classes to apply for medical school. Uh, physical therapy programs to be exact. And so what happened, a guy that I worked with said, hey, you're pretty funny. Why don't you come and audition for this sketch show? <laughs> nice. At Second City. Didn't know what Second City was. Didn't really know what sketch was. I had seen Saturday Night Live and Living Color and all that. But I didn't really know 
Um, but I knew that people thought I was funny. You know how people always say to you, hey, people think I'm funny. You think I can, uh, you think I can get into the business? Uh, yeah. I was kind of one of those people. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> fast forward to this audition I had at Second City to be in a, a sketch and improv group. I didn't get in that group, but I got in another group. And at the time, y'all, I didn't know the difference between sketch and improv and theater and musical theater and if it said theater, I thought you were I thought you were just an actress. Right. I didn't know that being in a straight play was different from being in a musical theater play. And being in a musical <laughs> play was different from being in a sketch and improv. Yeah. I had no idea. So my very first play uh, was at Impact in Chicago. Nice. Uh, which was at, it was called Victory Gardens Greenhouse back then. Um, which is now, I think it's just... It's greenhouse. just a greenhouse now. Yeah. So that was my first, that was my first, no, my first one was a great line theater. And then Impact. And then from doing a show that he wrote, some of the bigger theaters started taking notice and coming out. And then it, it just kind of, you know, opened the door for me to go to work at Looking Glass and Steppenwolf and The Good Men and Northlight and all, all the big regional theaters in Chicago. So I, you name it, I've been there. Nice, this is up, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so let's just jump right into, before we talk about your show, uh, your, your experience with uh, APB. It seems like you moved away to come back here to work home in Chicago. Let's talk about that. Yeah, isn't that how it, that, that's always how it happens. Uh, <laughs> and it was, what, what, what's crazy is that when we had made the decision to move, we had finally decided, you know what, after this last play, he was doing a show at Looking Glass. Right. He show at Steppenwolf. I had done back-to-back shows at Steppenwolf. And people started offering us, offering yeah. us jobs. There was, there was a play where we could have been wife and husband. Or boyfriend and girlfriend. Boyfriend. Was it boyfriend? Yeah. yeah boyfriend, boyfriend and girlfriend. girlfriend. Right. girlfriend. And we said, no, we got to make the move. move. I mean, like, that's what happens. Like, all this, the the theater that you want to work in, that you you just want to get an audition at. Right. Like, we're fortunate to get auditions at these places. Started offering jobs, and we have to say, it's time to go. So I I finished the show at Steppenwolf. He was on tour uh, with Looking Glass. I moved to New York to do a play at the public theater there, a play called Barbecue by Robert O'Hara. Oh yeah, yeah. The barbecue at the public, and then I decided to stay for pilot season in New York. The show ended, I think, in November, December. Um, pilot season was January through whatever. I, we moved to LA while I was there doing pilot season. We moved to LA. We said, we're gonna find this apartment, I'm gonna come back to LA, get all my stuff, go back to Chicago, get the rest of the stuff. But, um, let, let, let's go look at these apartments in LA. Right. Signed a lease in LA. Two days later, they said, oh, you booked this pilot that shoots back in Chicago. <laughs> Two days after signing a lease. And y'all know LA. LA is hot. This is right. this, it's a different, it's just a different like cost of living and everything. And so um, we said, okay, we're going to keep this lease because pilots get picked up or not picked up all the time. So, you know, there's a chance that we might not go. 
Well, fast forward, I'm pregnant as hell. At this point, I'm six months. By, by, by the way, I, I forgot to mention I got knocked up by him on a, con- <laughs> on a conjugal visit. He visited in New York one weekend on a Monday, and I got pregnant. No doubt. Now, don't edit that. The people need to know. The people need to know. They don't conjugal visits. You can't get pregnant. It's <laughs> so long. I love it. So literally, I'm six months pregnant shooting this pilot. We finished right off the pilot. Uh, I came back to LA, and then you had the, the two months to wait to hear if you get a series pickup. Right. So we got a series pickup right before Charlie was born, and then literally two weeks after she was born in July, headed back to Chicago to live the second month, six months. Right. So I've left the place here. So when you broke out to LA, did you have anything lined up, like agents, anything like that? So when... um. So I'm, I'm still with Stewart Talent in Chicago. Right. So I'm just with Stewart across the board, Chicago, cool. New York, and LA. So fortunately, when I went to New York, I was able to sign. Now they weren't obligated to sign me just because I was with Chicago. I had to interview. And then for LA, it didn't hurt that I had booked a pilot. Like they were like, oh, she booked a pilot. We gonna go ahead and sign her anyway. So it was just a matter nice. of do I want to be with Stewart in LA. Right. But yeah, fortunately, when I went out there, I had that representation. And then- Yeah. I, I, a few months later, I signed a with a literary agent. Right. Yeah. Stuart first. Stuart first, right? Stuart first. Yeah, the literary. Yeah. Right. So, so both y'all do. Both y'all right, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, what do you see? Like the common, the, uh, the common thread between, and I love your show. Where do you think the common thread is between writing a piece and getting to? Uh, a character like what are the similarities like the uh the, the things that are, that are in common in the two well it's, it's interesting because when we when we're writing or creating uh, a character we we often already have the character in mind when we right. start when we start writing it but the yeah we i don't know we write it first and then we discover things as we go so as right. we're 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 about to rehearse it or, or <laughs> rehearse it. We have time to rehearse. <laughs> we, we, we have a toddler that. that <laughs> oh, yeah, we have a child. But I think the bigger thing is that we you, you kind of write what you know. Right. And so, like, this season of Tim and Kevin has literally come from conversations that we're sitting on the couch having. Yeah. Like, I don't we saw the, the, fir- the first, um, our very first one this season was with the mask. The, um, the, the, the birthday hat we used as a mask. Kevin was over there playing with Charlie, put on the birthday hat. Yeah. I said, I said, what if it gets so bad they gotta use these birthday hats for masks? And Kevin said, we gotta write it down to <laughs> And literally five, five minutes later, we shot it. Thanks. Five minutes later, we shot it. Right. So a lot of the stuff just comes out of conversation and the time and what's yeah, going everything on. Like on the news, just, you know, or, or binging, we binge watch right. Ozark. And then we wrote an episode inspired by Ozark. But yeah, yeah, a lot of it's the times and what what we're seeing on on TV. Right. I love that episode. I love that episode with Chuck. Charlie's in a couple episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I love that episode of the Ozark. Y'all had that nailed down so much. I was busting up. So like for those who don't, who may not have any idea, what it's like to put up a show like what what is the process what, what, what are y'all shooting on what do you shoot with to, to film stuff 
Sorry, this uh, look at that iPhone, iPhone 5 <laughs> and this iPhone and this iPhone 6. Okay, do, do you guys use lenses or just yeah? And we and we use everything in the everything we can find, have. and it's not, we haven't bought a lot of we haven't bought anything, anything guys. <laughs> like, um, like, <laughs> he, bought, he, bought some, he bought some 50 cent poster boards the other day for the protest team, but I said to him the other day, I was like, man, I'm tired of this house being my set for everything. <laughs> I can't wait to be able to go somewhere and shoot. You know, like the house is, and we just find different corners of the house. Yeah, real quick, you know, you know what's funny? Like we, sh- I shot this film like December, uh, my first year at DePaul, right? And this was before cell phones were high tech. Like you could, you had like cameras, but nothing like today, right? And so, which meant we shot on thirty-five millimeter. That cost some money. We got, we got it for a discount. But like the process of shooting stuff. It was a lot more work. It was not nearly as convenient. Can we go shoot something right now on our cell phone? Put it up. You had to develop the film. You had to do X, Y, Z. Get a higher DP. <laughs> so there's a lot more challenging. Well, on our first season of the Tam and Kevin show, we got seasons. Don't see these For all y'all listening, we got a season one with twelve episodes and a season with nine has dropped so far. So on the first, the first season of the Tam and Kevin show. Um, it was Tim and Kevin under 16. All of our episodes were under 60 seconds, which was really cool. But we were of the mindset, and our, and our good friend was like, I'll, I'll work with y'all. And he is a film producer. His name is Frey Hoffman. And he was like, I'll be a producer on this. And we actually had crews. We had a crew, a DP, a sound person on those. And then it was, t- it was so time consuming because we actually had setups. It was like a real shoot. And I said, Kevin, I was like, this is cool and all, but like when this baby comes, we ain't gonna have to, we don't have we don't have the, the hour and a half to get this shot up, you know? Um, but yeah, so it's you know, it's 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 these cell phones, it's our right. apartment here in LA, and then now we done added the baby to the mix because half the time she don't wanna sleep and we'd be like, all right, we gotta right. put her in it. So how have y'all been holding up with uh uh being in lockdown? <laughs> like most how you been holding up? Well, these Tim and Kevin's have been, have been, uh, well, raised my spirits anyway. Yeah, fun to, to shoot and being creative really gets me out of all this. It's just depressing, like, the state that we're in, you know. Uh, but we're, you know, I'm with my family, so that's, that's good. It's, it's, it's hard. I'm, I don't know if you know, I'm, I'm, uh, seven months pregnant and, um, it's, it's, and it's not, it's not been an easy, uh, you know, journey no this time around. Um, so being in the, and my husband is a right. warden. <laughs> so, you know, but, but it's for, with good reason, right. with good reason. I give him, I give him crap about it. He is not messing with Corona, <laughs> but my friend, my friend has a big old pool in her house. I don't even got to go through the house and it's just me in the pool. He'd be like, no. I'd be like, it's just me in the pool. They're not even home. I have access to her right. backyard. Nobody, even if she was in the pool, it's more than six feet away. It's about 30 feet away, you know? So, uh, but he did let me go yesterday. <laughs> well, well, along those lines, you know, like a couple of people, like I saw like Netflix is producing stuff again. Tyler Perry's getting back to shooting and stuff again. How comfortable would y'all feel like if somebody said, okay, we're shooting something, can y'all come out and do this shoot? How comfortable would you feel doing that right now? I, there, there has to be some safety right. measures in place that 
really strong safety right. safety measures in place. And I'd, I'd have to see, I'd, of course, look the script and say, okay, what about this scene where we kiss? How's that going to work? <laughs> Um, how, how are we doing that? <laughs> right. That's a um, that's a good question because right before this all happened, I was going back and forth to New York working on on um, a show. He was he was working on um, uh, a show, Heat and Lucifer here, and his show, uh, Lucifer. The, he was supposed to shoot one more day, and they got shut down. I think it was like their last last couple of days of shooting the right. season, and they didn't get to finish out their season. Now we on the good fight. We were we were still on episode right. eight, but they were on the last episode of that season and um for a while there were talks of of coming back to the good fight to finish those episodes and i was like well, you want me to fly to new york to finish that I, you know i don't i didn't i don't know and what ended up happening is they just aired the seven episodes that were already shot and they don't i don't know what they're gonna right. do the last three but um i'm gl- i'm glad that i'm sad because you know that's our livelihood and we all want to be on tv we all want to work you know, that's why we that's why we do what we do because we love to work. But I just felt like it was too soon to be trying to take a plane cross country for six hours. Oh man, work yeah. on a set with her, you know, and half my scenes are in bed with somebody. You know, so, what? Oh, we'll talk about it later. Oh la la. Yeah.